Jose, I say, Jose, it's time to wake up. Oh, buenos dias, senorita. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Hey, Michael, mi amigo, pay attention, it's Joe time. So it is. Pierre, you rascal, you. Let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. <whistles> oh, pardon, madame. That whistle was for my good friend, Fritz. Ach, to lieber, I almost fell out of my upper perch. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. To paraphrase what Sam the American Eagle would say, it's a salute to all things Walt Disney, but mostly Walt Disney World. A former cast member, a longtime lover of the parks, and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, Dave brings you his unique perspective about the Walt Disney World Resort. Now please remain quietly seated throughout our tour, and we ask that there be no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography. Our podcasters are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. So put on your virtual mouse ears, sit back, and relax, and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, it's Dave again. How is everybody doing? And welcome to part two of talking about the Walt Disney World monorail system. In part one, we looked at the monorail and how it's constructed and what it does and uh, how it works. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the uh, features of the monorail and the routes and, and the safety features in the train. So currently, the Walt Disney World Resort uh, operates 11 Mark VI trains on three lines of the service. They're designated by color and include red, coral, which is sort of a peachy pink with white deltas, orange, gold, yellow, lime, which is a bright green with the white deltas, green, blue, silver, and black. So that's your 10. The 11th is teal uh, with white deltas. And this was made from the undamaged segments of the pink and purple monorail that were involved in the accident last year and the uh, two undamaged cabs. So that's the way they were able to put that one together. The plan is to bring a 12th monorail on the uh, line later this uh, winter, uh, and it will likely be maroon in color, as we understand it, and the cars will be the remaining cars from pink and purple, but the cabs will be new. Uh, so that's the plan. Now, they have retired the colors pink and purple permanently uh, due to them having been involved in an accident. So uh, something to just kind of keep in mind, you won't see pink or purple, but you will see maroon, and some people confuse coral with the, uh, with the pink sometimes. There have been other colors on the line, of course. Uh, at various times, they've moved uh, vehicles on and off the lines and repainted them at various times. They have a full painting shop. So at various times, you may have seen other colors out there that you don't hear about now. But these are the colors that are currently uh, on the lines. The Walt Disney World monorail it has a total of 14.7 miles uh, of track with three services on uh, two distinct routes on the Walt Disney World monorail property. Uh, the express and resort services on the dual beam Magic Kingdom route uh, include the express train uh, with service between the Magic Kingdom and the Transportation and Ticket Center. Uh, express service runs on the outer loop of this uh, on the outer loop of the route, and it uh, travels counterclockwise. So as you're as you're getting on, you uh, you go counterclockwise to get to the Magic Kingdom. The resort loop 
is uh, on the inner loop and it's running clockwise, making stops in order at the Magic Kingdom, Disney's Contemporary Resort, the Transportation and Ticket Center, Disney's Polynesian Resort, and the Disney Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And then the other route is the single beam Epcot route and uh, service between the Transportation and Ticket Center and Epcot and service on this route is a single beam running clockwise on the loop. The original control system served from 1989 with the introduction of the Mark VI Blue until June 2007 when the final train, Blue, was converted to the new LMCU2 system. It's a new system that they put in uh, to try and monitor all their trains and make sure that they knew where they were at all times. The cast members who operate the monorail trains are called pilots, comprising a distinct and separate department within Disney Transportation. Buses and watercraft, so ferry boats, launches, and cruisers, are the other two departments. Uh, and each department is trained and scheduled separately from the others. One cast member is scheduled at the, as the central coordinator, so they're called Monorail Central, during each shift. Central controls the operation of the entire monorail system, usually by issuing instructions to the pilots via radio. Central is responsible for setting up each day's operation in the, in the morning, for handling contingencies and emergencies that occur during the day, and for moving trains off the system after all parks have closed. An employee can act as the central only with a history of safe train operation the ability to train other monorail pilots, and a rigorous training period during which they must successfully triage and handle simultaneous simulated emergencies. Monorail Central operates out of the glass booth in the Epcot load platform at the Transportation and Ticket Center. Several qualified coordinators are usually available during each shift that can take over in a, if uh, Central's duties if needed. The manager who oversees all monorail operations during the given shift is the Walt Disney World uh, calls the Monorail One. This guest services manager handles guest matters, including complaints and arrangements for alternative transportation, such as ferry boats or buses, in the event of the monorail, monorail having downtime. Monorail workers refer to the system stations as follows. Concourse includes the load and unload platforms of Epcot's beam at the Transportation and Ticket Center. Base, which includes the platforms for both the express, the exterior beam, and the resort, the interior beam, at the Transportation and Ticket Center. However, the monorail workers refer to the resort side of the base as base resort. The stations at the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, Contemporary at the Magic Kingdom, and Epcot are all named after their lo specific location. Scale renderings of the model routes, spurs, and stops, plus identification colors uh, are available. Each train is identified by a colored stripe and given a name according to that color. The complete list of colors uh, I've already gone over. To help visually identify uh, green, from lime and pink from coral, the lime and coral stripes have a white delta painted on the car. Originally, monorail lime's deltas and those of the older Mark IV lime were painted in a dark blue in homage to the original Walt Disney World cast members' uh, costume colors. They were lime and blue. But the colors were changed in the, uh, when the entire monorail fleet was repainted in the early 2000s. There is seating for up to four guests in the front of the cab of the train with the pilot. These were offered on a first-come, first-served basis, and, uh, pilots, uh, and the pilot gave out co-pilot licenses uh, to anyone who was in there uh, at the end of the journey. Front cab riding was suspended after the accident in 2009. Uh, out of respect for the drivers in this difficult time, Disney has not announced if the policy will remain permanent or not. At this point, uh, it's still uh, permanent, or it's still temporary, but still in place. The monorail system uses a set of pre-recorded announcements to instruct and entertain passengers. Prior to departure, when the pilot closes the doors, an announcement asks guests to please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. One of the most known phrases within uh, the uh, resort. It was recorded by Jack Wagner, who was known as the voice of Disneyland. 
Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. In 1988, following the construction of the Grand Floridian Resort stop, Kevin Miles replaced the Jack Wagner as the uh, voiceover. Wagner can still be heard today as the Please Stand Clear the Doors phrase remains with his voice. Miles worked in Epcot as a part of the Voices of Liberty in the American Adventure Pavilion uh, at World Showcase. In 1998, Disney employee Matt Hansen replaced Kevin Miles, and in 2004, Hansen was replaced by Joe Hirsch. Hansen is still with the Walt Disney Company. Uh, during the system's early years, the trains featured Wagner's narration of the sights and scenery along the way, as well as information on the special events, the resort, and the monorail system itself. Today, the stand clear instructions remain in Wagner's voice. Uh, this is because of the, uh, this is on a separate system. Uh, Disney uh, monorail workers refer to these narrations as spiels. A little bit about the roundhouse, or the monorail shop as it's called. Monorail shop, or shop for short, is Disney's monorail maintenance facility located a short distance northeast of the Magic Kingdom and provides space for up to nine of the 11 Mark VI trains on its upper level. The bottom level houses the four steam locomotives that circle the Magic Kingdom on its uh, west side and a bus repair facility on the east side. On any given night, two monorail trains, and often more, are parked at various stations on the system depending on which beam shop uh, which beam shop has determined uh, they are to be run on the next day. On nights where the temperature drops below freezing, the trains will be parked inside the Contemporary Resort, but in practice trains can be left in any station, even on the express side of the resort station. No train will ever be left outside for two nights in a row because routine maintenance is performed nightly. The monorail shop also has a painting room located on beam 10 that is elevated 25 feet off the ground and has a lift mounted on the wall for the painters. It takes three weeks to paint a monorail train. To access the wheels on the underside of the monorail, a portion of beam 1 inside the shop is removable, primarily used to change load tires. The uh, diesel-powered work tractors are the tow trucks of the system and can tow the train to a monorail shop located around the bend from Space Mountain. Monorail operations at the Walt Disney World Resort has three separate tractors that allow for simultaneous towing of three different monorails in the event of a power failure on one of the monorail lines. The tractors are still operational as they are powered by onboard diesel engines. As far as train safety, safe train spacing is maintained via moving block light systems, referred to as MAPO, installed in the cabin of each train. MAPO appears in the top center of the pilot's console and looks similar to a horizontal stoplight. There are three lights, green, amber, and red, and a push button labeled Override. The term MAPO itself comes directly from Walt Disney, who formed a new company to deal with Disneyland's transportation system directly from profits made from Mary Poppins. Each monorail beam is divided into blocks based upon the pylon numbering. The currently illuminated MAPO color indicates how far ahead the leading train is currently located. A green MAPO shows that the leading train is three or more blocks ahead, amber means two blocks ahead, and red indicates the next train is in the very next block. A block is roughly between 500 and 1,000 feet, about 150 to 300 meters, and all, and all of this varies just a little bit on the track. The start of each block is called a hold point, as pilots may need to hold their trains for that location until the train ahead moves, safe, moves us safely away. Guests riding in the front cab of the monorail can identify the hold points by the yellow reflective tape around the pylon's number, and two yellow reflectors attached to the top outside edges of the monorail's beam at that pylon. For safety, trains must be kept at least two blocks apart during normal operation. A red MAPO indicates the train spacing has become unsafe. When a red MAPO occurs, the train's onboard computer locks out the pilot's propulsion control and applies emergency brakes. The pilot cannot resume control of the train until either the MAPO clears or the pilot presses and holds the MAPO override button. 
When the, it's the pilot's responsibility to avoid red MAPO during normal operation. When the MAPO switches from green to amber, this indicates that the monorail is approaching the train ahead. The pilot must stop the train before crossing it in the next block of the beamway, and hence before the MAPO switches to red. Should a pilot cross the hold point and receive the red MAPO, this counts as a safety demerit against the pilot. If a pilot accumulates three demerits on his, his or her safety record within a two-year period, then he or she will be transferred out of monorail's department and into a different role at Walt Disney World. Safety tests are performed daily to ensure that the MAPO system is working properly on each train. At the direction of the monorail station conducting the test, each train will intentionally overrun a hold point to verify that red MAPO occurs and the emergency brakes activate. Pilots perform these tests in forward and reverse when bringing the train onto the system for the first time that day, and forward test is again conducted mid-afternoon. The indications are called into monorail central with the emergency brake pressures. The red MAPO will occur when the pilot approaches the section of an unpowered beam, a spur line, or a switch beam thrown in the direction of the spur line. Pilots must engage the MAPO override when moving the trains through a switch to the spur line. MAPOs occurring during the safety test, switching, or beam power losses do not count as demerits against the pilot. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. While your group is together, now is a great time to pick a place to meet if you become separated apart. Okay, this is our 145. Minor and since the accident uh, where they had the fire in the train, they've uh, improved their emergency evacuation system. Emergencies requiring train evacuation will be handled differently depending on the location of the train and the nature of the emergency. If a train is stopped at a station platform or at the work platform along the Epcot beam, guests can exit the train onto the platform. Exiting a train is possible even when the doors of the train are closed. The large rectangular window in the middle of each car is an emergency exit and can be removed uh, from the interior of the car. A cast member outside the car can also forcibly open the rightmost door panel of the car by releasing the air pressure holding that door panel closed. The air pressure release is uh, handled beneath the rectangular center window that is similar in appearance to a car door handle. If a train is stopped uh, on an open beam, then guests evacuate through the emergency exits located on the roof of the train. Guests open roof hatches by first removing decorative plastic from the ceiling above the bulkhead footstool, and then lifting an open hinged hatch that will flip across the bulkhead dividing the two train cars. Guests evacuate to the roof by climbing through the open hatch onto the top of the train. The bulkheads separating the cars are designed uh, as firewalls that will contain a fire within one car to just that car. The open hatch allows the guests to, uh, in the affected car to transfer to an adjacent car where they can safely wait for evacuation by fire response crews. If the emergency affects the entire train, then guests are evacuated to the surface of the beam. Guests again open the emergency roof hatches, but do not simply move the adjacent, to the adjacent car. Instead, they use a small handrail present along the uh, top of each train car to move all the way down to the front of the train. The train's pilot can attach a knotted rope to both the top and uh, base of the windscreen, and guests use the rope to shimmy down the windscreen to the surface of the beam. 
They finally start walking along the beam uh, away from the train. Reedy Creek uh, Services provides fire response and rescue to the Walt Disney World monorail system and maintain, maintains an all-wheel drive fire truck specially designed for monorail rescue. Fortunately, other than the fire they had in uh, 1986, there hasn't been a need to evacuate a single car in that manner. Now, one other note, some stations have remotely opened or even automated gates that bar riders from approaching the monorail beamway, and thus any approaching or departing train, until the operators have determined that it's safe to allow people to board the train. The cast members at the station give the riders instructions on how to board. Other stations have manually operated gates to serve the same function. As the train floor is slightly raised above the platform, a portable ramp must be used to load guests in wheelchairs. For many years, the Contemporary Resort Station did not have disabled access, but in recent years, they've added an elevator to be able to let uh, guests go from the uh, fourth floor up to the uh, monorail station. And I hope that provides you a context around what the monorail is, how it works, and some of the ins and outs of uh, monorail inner workings. I think it's kind of fun and interesting, and I really enjoy talking about it and thinking about it. It's just one of the things that really fascinates me about Walt Disney World on the whole. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. Now, for those of you who want to kind of get your own hands on a monorail, I do highly recommend the Walt Disney World monorail that they sell at many of the uh, resorts and downtown Disney and everywhere else, where you have a scale model of the monorail in many different colors with a lot of the different uh, accessories that you see around the parks, including the Transportation and Ticket Center, the Polynesian, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, and so on and so on. It's really pretty cool. Um, I own several of them, and I have uh, many of the accessories. And much to my wife's chagrin, I put them all over the house uh, periodically. And it's a great time. I mean, it's really fun to watch these scale model monorails move around and kind of play around with them a little bit and reconfigure the track and, you know, sometimes have two loops going next to each other so they can kind of race. It's a lot of fun. And uh, it's fun to switch them off of tracks and do some different things and really kind of pretend like you're Monorail Central or you have the ability to create anything you want. So you can do like really cool configurations and do different things to have track switching. I've even built like little ramps so I can build, it, uh, build one track to go over another track uh, in various places. So it's kind of cool. It's really pretty fun. And I highly recommend it if you uh, are interested in building your own monorail. Now, of course, it's another thing to spend time and money on, uh, another way to, uh, to, get in, uh, to use your money and your time up to, uh, to all the available space. But that's the way it goes. I mean, it's really something fun, and I really enjoy playing with it. And my kids do, too, so it really works out well. Um, and it's a, it's a lot of fun to play with. Now, also, I recently came across this other program called Trains with a Z from the Oran Corporation. And it's a railroad simulator. And it, from what I've seen in the demo so far, it looks really cool. You can download, some people have written some code to actually simulate the Walt Disney World monorail. 
I think it's three different colors of the monorail or so, and several of the uh, uh, of the facilities around the, around uh, Walt Disney World, like the Contemporary and the Transportation and Ticket Center, and you can have the uh, a virtual world of the monorail going around and doing different things, and it looks really cool. I'm going to have to get myself a copy of it and play with it. But so far, the demos I've seen, I'm like, wow, this is really neat. So another thing to spend a little bit of money and a lot of time on to be able to build something that's really sophisticated and really does something pretty neat. But uh, there's just a world of opportunities out there. And of course, there are other companies that produce something that's not quite the Disney World monorail, but is a kind of a monorail. There's a Lego system that does it. There's a couple of other companies that create monorails that you can play with. And of course, you can use your own imagination to come up with something. So it's really kind of neat. You can, you can really be creative and do something and really enjoy the concept of monorails in your own home in your spare time. Whatever spare time is. I don't know really what that is. But it's, it's really pretty cool. So... That's something that I like to do in my spare time is just play around with my monorail system. My monorail trains, yay, it's something to play with, right? And uh, I like playing on the computer once in a while, so I'll be playing with the, uh, the train simulator, I'm sure, at some point. So that's, uh, that's my take on what you can do to be in the monorail system in your own home, even when you're not at Disney World. Most of the music you're hearing on this podcast is from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. Craig does a number of things in the techno space. You can find Craig's music on myspace.com slash sound A as an Apple. And my thanks also to Doug over at geekacres.net for his rendition of a Jack Wagner classic. And now we've reached our destination in the 21st century. Yes, I know, it went by so fast. But don't worry, because the future is always in front of us. Thanks for riding with us. Please collect your personal belongings and step onto the moving platform. The platform and your car are moving at equal, yet opposite speeds, so watch your head and step. If you have questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, or would just like to ask Dave a question about Disney planning or anything else, send him an email to davesdisneyview at gmail.com. And now, I gotta be moving along. He's looking for a little more adventure. I'm heading for a little bit of fun now. He's hoping for a little more excitement. Time to be moving along. It's time to be moving along. Time to be moving along.